Welcome to Leo Rising, a living tarot and creative intuition podcast. Here we'll have a conversational exploration of tarot, personal and spiritual growth, and identity formation. It's less of a how-to and more of a come along on the journey with me. I'll process stories from my life, both from the past and from the current moments that I'm moving through, to give listeners things to think about in their own journey. I'll also be introducing you to wonderful humans who are exploring these topics in their lives, either personally, professionally, or both. So my name is Jenna Fox, and I'm an educator, writer, tarot reader, Reiki master, and queer mystical mama. What I'm not is an expert. So if you're a seeker, if you've got a curious mind or are interested in esoteric topics, then this is the podcast for you. And I'm so excited to have you on the journey. Let's get started, shall we? Just a note before we begin, this tarot reading was recorded live, and because things are live, they're unscripted, and so you are going to have access to the sweet sounds of daily living, which include a cat meowing sporadically in the background, a six-year-old sometimes talking but trying to be quiet, chairs moving, etc. So I just wanted to give you a heads up that it's not a studio production, it is real life. I hope you guys enjoy. Okay, so we're going to do the dark exact spread with you, which starts with past, present, future. So it looks like in your past position, you have the Six of Cups, which is actually a really nostalgic, sentimental card. Mm -hmm. um, and so it makes me think like we have the image on the card where the figure is kind of looking almost in the past as well, like kind of head tipped to the past. So it's like in the past, you have a past <laughs> focused individual. So it just kind of makes me wonder if this is the energy that you're leaving um, or just happened like recently, where would you see that this idea of like nostalgia or sentimentality or kind of focusing on the past is showing up. Hey. Mm. I've uh, romanticized. I've uh, definitely romanticized my um, past job for sure. And mm. I know that I'm doing it. I know that I'm looking through rose colored glasses, but like work has been so stressful that I'm definitely like thinking back to these times and but even when I was working that job I was thinking back to another job mm -hmm. that I had like unfortunately it's just a cycle my Mars and Pisces and I'm just like very very escapist well that's so, interesting Mars and Pisces as the cups that we have mm -hmm. here is like a water sign and so mm -hmm. you have that like water element connection and choosing to leave it is something I'm become I'm making myself aware of that I mm -hmm. know that like there was no perfect job ever. Every job you've ever had has been difficult in its right. own way. And right. so, like, fawning after something that doesn't exist anymore is is not useful. <laughs> so in the present position, you have the knave or knight of wands. And we have mm -hmm. this figure who's standing pretty, like, solidly, mm -hmm. not necessarily facing what I would say, like, facing the camera, mm -hmm. almost looking more towards the future. And mm -hmm. one way, like, one deck 
uses um, the knights or the knaves sort of as like the travelers, which is interesting just knowing a little bit about you of like that you are going to actually be going on a journey in the mm-hmm. in the super near future. But sort of that energy of creativity, passion, mm-hmm. wands are really about sort of like what lights you up from within? Mm-hmm. What are you wanting to um, embody? But in this like this traveling sense, some some schools of thought think of knights as sort of like adolescent energy. Mm. Um, not And, and I want to kind of stay away from hierarchy, but I do really love that working with teenagers that there's so much like the sky's the limit, <laughs> like so much untapped mm-hmm. potential inside that they just want to mm-hmm. harness. And so I do kind of like that that energy of the Knight of Wands. So in your present situation, where might you be having this experience of like, okay, this untapped creativity and I just want to kind of Mm -hmm. go on this journey to figure it out or express it? Well, I just drew the fool for myself the other day after not getting that job that I really wanted to get. And I, you know, I was really bummed about that. And I just think that this is another representation of what I'm coming to realize. Mm -hmm. It's like, well, by not getting that job, that was just like, that was just a restarting of the, of the hero's journey. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm actually on a completely separate journey. That was the whole, like, two paths diverge in a woods thing. Like, okay, I'm on this other path, and it's mysterious and long, and I don't know what it is, but I'm actually at the beginning of a journey. I'm not at the end of a journey. My career isn't over 10 years in. There's still 20 years of work left. Like, what will I do with the 20 years? And, like, he could, you know, his nostalgic look forward, he, he has, like, a sadness, but also... Adolescents are, mm-hmm. they Moody. have a, well, they have like a wisdom though yeah. that little kids don't have, which is why I like working with them. Is that right. they, they, this guy isn't the limit. They are aware of some of their own limitations. And so I see like the name right. of wands as opposed to the fool. I just identify with that. Like, I know what I'm choosing to work in. Yeah. And no, you know, I'm in a capitalism for a reason. So being aware of some of the limitations and yet also having or wanting to harness the energy of all of those sort of untapped aspects that still exist within. Yes, like you might not just go out and become like an astronaut tomorrow. Right. And fire is pure creative energy. Right. So the idea that it's a fire there when I'm on the, you know, hero's journey feels pretty inspiring. Like that is how I feel of like, okay, instead of choosing to be totally in my head about this. I'm also looking towards just, you know, what is my raw, energetic place. Right. Well, and just knowing a little bit about you and thinking about sort of some of the the creative sort of um, things that you've been exploring in the last, like, couple of weeks of just like, oh, should I go back to school? Should I just take some random classes? Should I pursue this or that or the other thing? Like, how can that augment and help mm-hmm. in this new journey that you're on because you didn't get that that mm-hmm. job? So in your future card, you have the Seven of Cups, or Chalices, um, and we have an image that's really future-focused, but also not just future-focused as she is looking um, up at this, like, cloud dragon. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of like looking heavenward also. But the set, there's Seven mm-hmm. Cups, and that is all about choice and trying to prioritize which choices um, you need to make in the future, like what's going to fill you up. Um, cups are all about emotions, and so kind of that emotional well-being. What are some of the different 
choices and options that you have or that you've been thinking about which are realistic and which are not realistic and it, so it looks like in the future you're going to have to think about that so is there any sort of well, I think it's interesting that, like, I think in Chinese mythology, the dragon also has a strong connection to ancestors, and the, like, she's looking towards this this dragon in the sky, but mm. that's also possibly looking into a mirror of the past, yeah. and so, like, you're not, a dragon is, like, a important symbol in Chinese mythology, so, I don't know the right word for it, like, a... Uh, a talisman mm -hmm. or a great sign it can symbolize death you know so there's like some um there's a possibility of encountering some new ideas but also there's like a realism in that like as i make choices she's not looking literally to the heavens she's looking at like an inspirational object to help her to help her decide, like, she's got an oracle, essentially. She's looking to an oracle of, like, I have right. all these options. What are you telling me, oh, wise one? And I kind of feel like that's how I'm treating the universe right now. So even much... though she's alone, like, because she's the only, like, personal figure, she's not actually alone. She's not actually alone. She has, like, her ancestral dreams and passions, and she's, you know, like, it's she's seeking great wisdom, you know, like... Um, there's just so many symbolic meanings of the of Chinese dragons. So it's it's an interesting to me. It's an interesting image in that she's not she's not lost in a nebulous part of her psyche. Right. She's lost in a she's she's looking for inspiration from the universe. Well, and when I see it too, even though there's seven cups to choose from, there's seven cups to choose from. Mm -hmm. It's not. I think sometimes I know mm -hmm. for me, and I don't. So you know, having known you a little bit too, is like thinking that there's sort of unlimited possibilities mm -hmm. and this even goes back to that knight of wands mm -hmm. of like okay there is a passion and creativity within a scope like you're mm -hmm. choosing within a systemic framework the seven cups that you're gonna pick from <laughs> that you're mm -hmm. not just like willy-nilly going about it feels like, like unlimited opportunities yeah. but it's not the fool itself yeah it's not it's a it's a there's a wisdom and it's a decision-making process so that's the first row. The row above it, which is the different cards, are heart, your signifier, and your head. So let's start with your signifier, which is the King of Pentacles. And the King of Pentacles is really, in the slow holler tradition, um, kings are architects. So they're the creators mm. of their own domain, their mm. own world. And Pentacles really deals with career and family and health and anything that's like super physically tied to this earth. Mm. So we have an image of He's kind of slumped over on the throne um, in sort of like a pensive or contemplative, mm -hmm. looking straight at the camera. He's got his big shiny coin there on his lap. And yeah, he's he's created his own, he's the king of the castle, right? Created the own dominion over mm -hmm. their life. Um, and so that's the signifier for you. And I find it interesting that my signifier is an earth sign. Yeah. Your signifier is an earth sign, <laughs> just earth like sign. you. How do you how do you connect with or what sort of stands out of this like idea of being sort of the architect of your own career, home, 
castle. Mm-hmm. Well, he looks, I mean, he's gazing off in the future while clutching his money, which is, you know, not to say I'm overly tied to capitalism, but just the pragmatism of the of a Capricorn is not lost on me. Mm-hmm. I'm always, like, as I ponder all the different things I want to do, I am thinking about my retirement. I am thinking about right. why I choose to own a house. Like, so I just find that, like ironic but not ironic that I'm I'm looking towards the future of like what do I want to achieve with my dreams but I'm also very aware of my own material needs and you're also the primary breadwinner right now in your family and so Mm -hmm. I don't yeah the kings don't just think about their own gold and wealth like you have that focus but you also like I have a kingdom and it might include a husband and a cat and a dog and you know a little what is it a lizard or dragon that you have at (laughs) school like you have these things you have your plants you have your trees you have all this like the yard like you're kind of I have a small domain yeah. And I don't want to leave that. Dom- I mean, that's the that's the earth energy is that he's, he doesn't look sad about what he owns. He just looks like he's thinking towards the future. And I think that that's what I'm doing is what is my, you know, I have probably 20 years left of working. What will those right. 20 years, what will I design as an architect? Makes a lot of sense. So your heart card is the Ace of Pentacles, which mm-hmm. is a gorgeous image of a very, like, Egyptian-inspired um, f- naked female figure holding up a disc um, mm-hmm. and with her wings outstretched and she's got an onk in her right hand which we know symbolizes life and the ace to ten in every suit is um, really about the journey so your heart is on the beginning of a new journey that deals with career and family and health mm-hmm. and um, you know, home and hearth and all of that. So your heart is in that place. And I, I kind of think back to when you say, oh, I didn't get this new job that I wanted. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, it's still the same job you've been having, but you're kind of starting that new journey or starting it over again of like, okay, how do I create life from this in my heart? But I'd, I'd be curious to hear if you have any additional insight from that card well and it's what it represents you know holding there's a lot of there's a lot of symbology going on there with like uh you know we should be getting a raise this year we're going into a bargain and it's the bargain isn't going particularly well like she you know it's the beginning of my journey interestingly my heart is not in an emotional or intellectual place in this reading it's in a material place like I'm choosing to restart this job because I need material things. And that, you know, what will, energetically, what will I do with that? It it makes a lot of sense that I, it's like a new contract emotionally. This is my new, how will I continue earning money from this position? So in keeping with that, the position of your head is death. Hmm. So we have an image of like several figures it looks like a mom and like a child like maybe a dad like it looks like maybe like an entire family is kind of like I don't know in a bed um and then there's a skull figure off to their their right but on the card it's the left of the card and death can sometimes be like a pretty scary looking card for people I notice Mm -hmm. that there's a lot of crosses on the skull figures um robe But death is actually all about transformation and change. Um, So it's kind of 
in in the life cycle, the process, you have to have death in order to have life. Um, and this is in the position of your head. So it's it seems like maybe some old ways of thinking are dying or some old, yeah, some old beliefs or some old like perspectives on stuff, yeah. which is hard and a struggle and maybe frustrating and sad for those individual images on the card. But then it also that there's that that opening or that invitation of like okay now now since this is happening this death what's next mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah there's just a little bit of for me intellectually there's a loss of innocence mm-hmm. like I you know I thought just simply by switching jobs that I could achieve some intellectual freedom or intellectual respect and no and I think that that's just what it's like to be operating in a social emotional job that's ruled by capitalism Mm -hmm. so that's that's just me having to face the idea that it's not going to get better as long as i continue to use this particular degree set to achieve what i need to as family breadwinner i'm gonna have there are some some death of dreams and thoughts and like i can't magically switch jobs and create a different climate but yeah, I don't see it as a negative thing at all. There's been a major death in many of my thoughts. But it's like, if it's on the hero's journey, then it, it's, the, it's the natural death. Right. Well, and death is one of the major arcana cards. So this isn't, this isn't just like a, a moment in time, daily, you know, like sort of mundane experience. Mm-hmm. This is like a, a pretty big theme that probably has come up or will continue to come mm-hmm. up in your life. Yeah, I've um, seen the death card before. And as we jump down to the bottom line, which are going to be what will help a suggestion and what's going to hinder, we start with what will help, and that's the Ace of Wands. And I really and like this. Oh, it's the King of Wands? Mm-hmm. Oh, gotcha. King Isn't of Wands. All right. Yeah. Which makes sense because um, as I'm looking at it, I was like, why do they have a figure in this, in this image? So King of yeah. Wands. So we have two kings in your spread. Lots of court cards. Um, so King of Wands is just like the King of Pentacles in that it's the architect of the creative mm-hmm. life, the passionate life, the um, anything that's to deal with that fire. And if you think about um, in the Ace to Ten journey, you have one element. Mm-hmm. But with... Um, with court cards, they're actually mastering two elements. So mm-hmm. the king of wands is mastering fire and fire. So up to your signifier, you're mastering fire and earth, mm-hmm. which is like a cool combination. So mm-hmm. this, what's going to help is being that architect of your own creative flame and, you know, not getting carried away and starting a forest fire and burning down the place. Like, mm-hmm. don't quit your job and just, like, decide to go and be, like, an online, I don't know, artist yet. Yet. <laughs> but so, yeah, harnessing that fiery creative energy to create sort of that creative empire that you're, that you're wanting. That's going to help. Mm-hmm. What does that, mm-hmm. what does that bring up for you? Yeah, I think that fire to me, like, is an energy that I'm trying to cultivate because I'm trying to work on assertiveness. Mm -hmm. I'm not assertive. It's not a quality that I've ever cultivated very well as a person, and it's something that I'm trying to 
to work on, and so in terms of what will help, that's just encouraging to see. I need to be assertive in achieving my dreams, and I pretty much need to be assertive in everything related to my work world. So in the suggestion, you have strength. another major arcana card, and it is strength. Now, in the like traditional deck, um, the strength card is an image of a woman, and she is holding open a lion's mouth. Mm. But in this deck, we have a bare-breasted woman looking towards the past, and what is this like John the Baptist's head here like what's going on she's pulling like a head it's a female head out of a bag um or it's wrapped in hair it's, it's like an image of a head wrapped in hair it's almost affectionate it's like she's petting mm -hmm. an older self or mm -hmm. something mm -hmm. and her eyes are kind of like half opened as she's looking towards the past so strength is is actually um I find it like to be a really beautiful energetic image is like okay this is the suggestion is where is your internal where does your internal strength live and is your internal strength like that of like conquering is it that of um, like in the the traditional image you know she's not forcing the lion's mouth open mm -hmm. she has won the trust of the lion and so mm -hmm. where does your strength live mm -hmm. um and how can you how can you harness it sort of in a day-to-day -day situation um mm -hmm. yeah at work or play well the challenge you know having a mars and pisces being empathetic like the ch the strength that i know that i have is a harmony like when I read like my horoscope for my day of birth, it's like your great achievement will be harmony mm -hmm. between people, amongst people. And so while being assertive, always having a lens to harmony is definitely my strength. That doesn't mean it's easy to figure out how to use, but... This makes me think of when you were talking about compassion and reading some of like the Buddhist tenets of like, how can I sit with difficult people and still not lose myself, mm -hmm. but also not not have like boundaries that are so rigid and strong that you can't like connect with difficult people and we mm -hmm. all have difficult people that are in our lives mm -hmm. in your what will hinder is the major arcana of the hierophant and so we have an image of a man dressed in a robe and he had like a golden robe with lots of different symbols he's holding a staff and the hierophant is um, the Pope card. So in, you know, sort of the history of civilization with the birth of Catholicism, the Pope was like the supreme authority and really in, in like history, the Pope was the one that created the rules or the enforcer of the rules, the kind of the, the mental authority. So this hindrance can be like a perspective of do you ever spend your time or your mental energy creating like a rule book for how to live or sort of going going at something and initially having maybe sort of like the knave of wands energy and then suddenly codifying it into like a whole set of dogma where you're like okay in order to do this I have to be this xxxx like um like a rule book for how to like live your day-to-day -day life mm -hmm. well just as a former fundamentalist i think my greatest challenge is accidentally creating my own rules mm -hmm. and so mm -hmm. like in thinking about the difficulties with my job i've been doing that i've been trying to say like 
well, okay, on X days, I'll operate in Y ways, and with, you know, Z people, I will only use Q actions, and right. that's just, like, right. that's not effective. There isn't a fundamental, there's not a rule book to, like, have a difficult boss or work in a challenging setting. Um, so that just makes total sense to me, is that my fundamentalist self was raised to believe that if I just do, you know, if I just do... Z, Y, and Q often enough, right. then everything will be fine. And no, that's not the truth. <laughs> right. So kind of like, kind of like a default to sort of like pretty rigid thinking yeah. or, um, or even the use of tarot for yeah. that, right? That like self-limiting, that's something that, you know, uh, my partner has said is like, sometimes I feel like you're going into introspection. Um, uh, sometimes going into introspection in terms of you can get lost in there. Uh-huh. If you're just like, well, okay, you can you can be so introspective that you're never getting any worldview right. at all. <laughs> right. So, like, getting outside of yourself and kind of going to that, maybe back to that King of Pentacles. Like, yeah. Like, like, Earth and outside. Like, maybe some thought, but actually... Well, the rule get, book of religion. Like, yeah. I can't use tarot or astrology or anything else to derive any rules to live by. Right. All I can do is gain insight. Yeah. I like that. All right. So, any questions from this reading i just think the strength card is really interesting that there's like this head down here that's decapitated but also she just looks like affectionate towards mm -hmm. it so it is a little bit like if you're going to be strong there might have to be battle maybe mm -hmm. you will have to quote cut some heads or whatever mm -hmm. but then she doesn't you know she looks sad about it she right. looked like there's a it's just there's some loss there. Strength is a difficult process. And I think that I like that card that it doesn't look like a um, a knight in shining armor, which is sometimes how I feel our culture portrays strength. This is like a feminine strength. Mm -hmm. Like you might mourn the loss of mm -hmm. certain things by having to be strong. You might have had to, you know, step on a couple people. But you're not, right. you're not trying to lose your compassion. She still looks compassionate. Yeah. And she looks exhausted, which is... Yeah. So we have three major arcanas. We have death as sort of like the head perspective. Hierophant, which is kind of interesting. I feel like death and hierophant kind of go pretty well together in major themes of like, you know, transitioned and the hierophant, not like getting so stuck in your, your rule driven sort of rigid thinking. Mm -hmm. And then sort of that harnessing of the feminine, um, way of, of strength. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. On today's bonus episode, I give Carly a tarot reading using the Dark Exact spread. It's an expanded version of the past, present, and future, and features nine cards in total. And I had the privilege of using Carly's very own tarot deck for this reading. It features the artwork of Gustav Klimt. If you head over to my Instagram, at LeoRisingTarot, you'll get to see a picture of the cards that we drew. And I'm pretty jealous that she gets to see this artwork live in person as she travels through Europe this summer. Hey friends, thanks for listening to Leo Rising, a tarot and creative intuition podcast. As of January 2021, this podcast and all of the information is archived, so feel free to listen to the episodes. The wisdom of the tarot is everlasting, but much of the information about um, booking a reading from people has changed in the last couple of years, so know that there isn't a tarot um, 
Instagram account or email address or way to get a hold of me for readings at this point. And of course, I will update that in the future if it changes.